All right, hello everyone. This is WDW Happy Hour. I am Catherine, joined round the table with Scott. Hello. And Rob. Greetings. So uh, Scott and I just got back from the Disney film panel of the second day of D23, and we are chock full of information and wanted to get recording ASAP so that we can remember everything we just (laughs) saw and heard. So how do you want to do this, Scott? Like, well, this... you have you have a series of notes there, I think, documenting mm-hmm. what they did. Maybe this is just better if we go through a chronological. Order. Okay, sounds good. Um, so we saw um, Alan Horn came out and kind of introduced us with a sizzle reel of all of the different uh, uh, studios, kind of the greatest hits, and. Um, we started talking about the Fox deal, and he kind of just acknowledged the Fox deal and said that some of the upcoming titles are Avatar, Ford v. Ferrari, Spies in Disguise, and The Kingsman. So we just kind of, he said, we're not ready to talk yeah, about Yeah, they're these not prepared yet. to introduce those as part of Disney yet, so they kind of skipped over it. Yes. Um, so then, first up, which is so freaking strange to me, is Star Wars. And we are going to say right now that if you do not want any spoilers of anything, if you're trying to avoid what happens in the next Star Wars, I mean, I'm sure this is going to be in the trailer, but I feel like we have some spoily information. It's spoilers now, and, you know, some people don't like to know in advance. Like Matt Walsh. He would have hated it. (laughs) Um, So they bring out Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams. Um... And then they bring out the cast of, what is it called? The last... Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. The Last Jedi. I thought it was the last one, I think. Minus one very notable character. Thank you. The (laughs) one that is on my certified hot boys list was not there. Um, So we had Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac. I'd take him. Um, Anthony Daniels, Carrie Russell, who's a new character in the new... um, the new movie and Billy D. Williams. They were good together. They, they were. Really were. We we got some great quotes. Carrie Russell said, "My son actually thinks I'm cool now," um, and her character's name is Zora, and she described her as cool and shady, and an old friend of Poe's. Um, and you can tell these people are movie stars because they they this was just a panel that. They all were on point. Like a love interest, you think? Yes, definitely. Uh, and John Boyega was like, hey. <laughs> the best thing. And, and uh, Oscar Isaac like, babe, it was before you. We all have a pass. It was a great, <laughs> was there was some really great good. banter. Um, <laughs> and uh, Billy D. Williams, a legend. Uh, Lando has never left me, was his uh, quote. And then they talked about Carrie Fisher. Um and her role. And her role and how they took a lot of the film from the the seventh movie, The Force Awakens, that J.J. Abrams also directed. And he called her super witty, magical in a way. They gave um, a weird anecdote about how she may have prophesied that yes. he was going to be doing this film in her last book. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. But. She said, J.J., thanks for putting up with me twice. And she, he goes, I only worked with her once. So that was like my sign that it was okay to use this film from the... The last Jedi, or the Force Awakens. Yeah. Why do I keep saying the Last Jedi? <laughs> because it, logically that makes yeah, more sense to be the last is, movie. But. Yes. Um. All right. Um. So then we saw we we everybody who attended the panel got a poster, which I'm not a poster girl, but the poster's freaking awesome. Yeah. And it's like 
the lightsabers and they go up into Luke's face, right? No, that's the, that? that's the Emperor. Oh, God, I thought Emperor it was Palpatine. Luke. Are you sure? I'm sure. They did a nice, re- yeah, it is Emperor Palpatine. They did a really nice, Matt is going to just destroy me. He destroyed me last night on something I said yesterday. <laughs> oh, it's Captain Britain, not... It's not Captain Carter? No. He goes, it's Captain Britain, you doofus. And I was like, I said, I'm not into isn't Marvel. That, isn't that what I said, but I just... Yeah, but you were just guessing, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I thought you... I don't know any of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, they referred to her as Captain Carter. Yeah, that is how they referred to her. So, we're not wrong. So then we saw a trailer. So, Scott, I'm going to let... I'm going to let you handle it since you're a resident Star Wars guy. Look, I, I think the trailer was extremely dramatic in, you know, the way... That, if I watch it in a theater and it's that powerful, you know, I'll be happy with it. Um, we did get to see all of our favorite characters back. Um, I don't remember seeing Sora in the trailer. but And she's kind of a phasma type with a full head suit, I yeah. believe. Mm. Almost looks like Iron Man, kind of. Like, yeah. it's red and gold. More more uh, Rey and Kylo Ren lightsaber battling. And uh, then at the very end, this is, this is where the spoiler comes in, um, is Rey flipping out a double-bladed red lightsaber, which, boy, does it indicate to me that she's going to the dark side, but I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah, it was... Was it intense? It was intense. It was one of those, like, your chest plate pounded. Like, wow. it was so loud. It was very intense. It was awesome. The sound awesome. was amazing. The sound yeah, was amazing. Really... Yeah, the, the, the theatrics that they put on for these, even some of, like, the crappier, the names I'm not really excited about. Like, <laughs> we'll talk about one of the Disney animated ones that they, they added a little something to the presentation that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was Star Wars. And so that was it. That was it for Star Wars. Yeah, no new Star Wars movies, no new trilogy. I mean, no new standalone pictures of their own. So they're leaning heavily on the Disney Plus that we talked about in the episode yesterday, not on the full-length feature film market. Right. Which is interesting. Um, and I actually, I mean, this was one of my favorite parts of this morning. Yep. I, I thought that it was foolish to have Star Wars go last. Because I thought that this was very dramatic and people were really to excited. To go first. That's what I meant. Yeah. Should have gone last. Okay, um, so next we have Marvel Studios. Uh, Kevin Feige came out, um, and then the first person that he brought out was Ryan Coogler, who is the director of Black Panther. And it said Black Panther Two on the screen, and they said that's not what it called. What's not what it's called? And they had a little back and forth. It was like, should we tell him the name? And Ryan Coogler was like, no, too soon. It's <laughs> like, should we tell him about like the story? And he was like, no, too soon. And then he goes, how about we tell him the release date? So that'll be released on May 6th, 2022. That's pretty oh, far Lord. out. I know, that's really far out. They're pushing these MC, MCU movies into the next millennium for sure. I'm sure that somebody who is aware of the Black Panther like comic book lore could probably predict what it's going to be about. Oh yeah, they said, do you want to know who the big bad is? Right. And he said no. I feel like that's something in... But anyway, we didn't get a, a look at No, that. not there much. There was nothing. There were no no hints at all other than the release date. Yeah, so that was just the release date. Then in November of 2020, we have The Eternals. And we got some information about this at Comic-Con last month. Um, but we got a cast. The cast came out. We had Richard Madden, best known as Rob Stark from Game of Thrones. 
he plays Icarus, and then my handwriting was a little weak because it was dark, but then <laughs> Camille Nanjiani is, I believe the character's name is Kingo, um, and then Lauren Kidlaw, Brian Ty... Uh, Henry, I don't know. Not familiar with a lot of these yeah. people. Then uh, there's a character named Ajax, and that's Salma Hayek. So she came out, and then Leah McHugh, Don Lee, and then they brought out Angelina Jolie, which people were crazy, and she's... Oh, she's in this? Yeah, she's the she's the big eternal. Uh. Yeah, she's the, the one that's in charge. She's like the god or something. Which I'm very curious to see how this movie goes down, because... It does. It seems like it is not at all grounded in reality. It's very much on like this giant scale. So we didn't get any hints as far as what the story is going to be, or I mean, no trailers, no clips. We got the only thing that we got to see, which I like, didn't really like, was we got to see them all in their suits. Yes, and that's they're true. all like full, like almost like Captain Marvel suits, mm-hmm. like the big body. Everybody's in like a body suit. I saw a picture. Yeah. Um, and then they said that Kit Harrington's going to be in it too. So we have another Game of as Thrones as a non-eternal. As a non-eternal, just a regular. He guy. wasn't there though. Okay, so is he a certified hot boy? He's not. No. Okay. I mean, he's I'm just curious. He could get it, but not not <laughs> certified. Um, so then we saw Rob's certified hot girl, uh, the Black Widow trailer. She was not there. Oh, they did a. Yeah, she's filming in London, so her and David Harbour and the other girl who's in it that plays her sister, they did, like, a little, like, hey, G23, first look at footage. So we got to see a trailer and a fight. It was, like, a fight scene, mostly. Yeah. yeah. I think the... I'll speak for this one, because I know Catherine's not a huge fan. Um, I think it you're, you're going to like this movie if you like some of the grittier Bond movies. That's the impression that I get. You know, like a, a Spectre or something like that. that. It doesn't seem as much in the vein of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's very much, there's a lot of fighting, there's a lot of intrigue. That's the impression that I got. A lot of Scar Joe. So, you know, got that. Yep. Is that filming now? Is that what she's doing? Yeah, I think I it's wrapping up yeah, from what yeah. I understood. Because the footage was pretty, we got to see a pretty yeah. long clip of that. It was almost like we saw a scene and then they like bookended it with like trailers. So like it was like the beginning was like parts of other movies, like it was parts of the Avengers right. movies, and then it transitioned to one fight scene that we got to see, and then it like kind of ended with like a mishmash of a trailer. Not for me, it's all right. Um, so next up we have the Disney Live Action Studios, um, and they started talking about. Uh, the Jungle Cruise, which, again, movie stars, they knew how to do it. Yeah. The Rock and Emily Blunt came out. The Rock came out on a full Jungle Cruise boat into the audience. And then uh, Emily Blunt entered on, like, an old, like, army, like, jeep or whatever on the stage. It was it was very this, showy. This movie is going to live or die based on their personalities. Yes. And I, I'm optimistic about that because it seemed like... They enjoyed each other. Yeah. I don't think this movie is... Like, if you put two other people in this, this would bomb. Yeah. But because of who they have in it, I think it could be successful. Yeah. Um, it's It was funny. They showed two trailers. So the first trailer... And I caught the one thing about how Emily Blunt's name was so little. I was like, that's weird that her name's, like, so little on the screen. <laughs> 
And, you know, The Rock comes out, and he's like, yeah, it's my movie, you know, just me kicking ass and, like, saving the hot girl. And Emily Blunt's like, no, no, no. And then they show a fully different trailer where Emily Blunt's, like, the star, and it's her name big, and it's The Rock's name really little. It looks, um, I got major first Pirates of the Caribbean uh, vibes from this. Like, yeah. like, adventure, like, funny, like, quirky, but, like... Made for the whole family. I I would like to see this movie. I think movie. somebody on Twitter used that exact same oh, really? description. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I just, I got, like, really good vibes from the, um, like, I, I, I really like the look of it. It just seemed very fun. Like, I like the first Pirates movie. I know, like, later you get in that series, it's not as good, but it looked fun. Um, oh, Jesus. Uh, then we talk about Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. <laughs> I hate this movie already, and I don't. I I can't. Uh, Angelina Jolie came out. El Woods came. El Woods. El Woods. <laughs> no, El Woods. El Fanning. El Fanning, not El Woods. Um, uh, she would tell El for and Michelle Pfeiffer all came out. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer plays like the like, the love interest mother, like, the mother-in-law, essentially, and, uh, Chiwetel is, like, Angelina Jolie's brother, like, dark brother or something? Or, ooh. Or is, like, family member? How did they... I thought they were other... Are of the same... Boy, I am not into this, like... (laughs) They're, like, a similar species. Yeah, that's the impression Like, they're both fairy, like, they're both, like, dark fairies, essentially. Ugh, I got yeah. It was it was it was major garbage. We saw a, we saw a scene and I I was like snoozing through it. Like there it was not good. Um, you know Michelle Pfeiffer looked great. Said working with women makes you feel safe with each other. So then we had Mulan. Uh, the director came out. And we got to see a really long scene from yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty long. And that movie, I'm not one for the live-action remakes, but that was very stylized, which I thought was interesting. Like, like really pretty, like, like very, like, just, like, good-looking shots. Like, it just... I, I'm not into the fighting scene, but, like, the beginning where she's getting ready, and it's just, like... Like, her getting dressed and, like, having all the makeup laying mm-hmm. out and having all the food laying out and, like, the the overhead shot of the table was really pretty. Like, it, it just seemed more stylized than I thought. What do yeah, you think of that? Potential. I mean, I, I, I think if you were ranking the ones that have not come out yet, this, Lady and the Tramp, um, was there another remake that they did? Or am I... Maleficent, are we counting that? Yeah, I guess, I guess, count. oh, Cruella. Yeah. But we're not there. Yeah, yet. well, that's next. So we can this talk about that. This would be the one that I would be most excited for. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so then next up was Cruella with Emma Stone, um, and uh, Emma Thompson is also in that. I guess they were on set for that, so Emma Stone's set a little, like, hey, D23 video, and we got to see the first, um, photo of her as Cruella, which is all over the internet now. Uh, very, like, dominatrix. Like, a black leather, like, full body suit. Uh, Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, like, really, really dark eyes. Like, really, like, smoky black. Like, really severe makeup. And big, huge, frizzy hair. Like, the two, the black and white hair. Um, and then we got to the 
Disney and or Pixar animation Pixar first. Yes. Um, and Pete Doctor came out, friend of the podcast, <laughs> and um, he said his quote that I was very happy about was, I've been up here before as a filmmaker, but never as the head of Pixar. <laughs> and boy, am I happy about that. Sorry, Johnny. Yeah, bye, Lassiter. Um, so then we have two original films. So he says two original films, and on the screen they have the Pixar logo with the lamp, and there's a big two in the middle. And he goes... To be clear, the two does not stand for a sequel. And people clapped at that, which I was like, yes! He gets it. He gets it. And he goes, not that, you know, our sequels are bad, but well, uh, we he don't knows. need Planes 5, yeah. so... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gross. Freaking Lassiter. Um, so the first uh, movie we really got to dive into was Soul... Um, and they said it's about metaphysics. This is a perfect cartoon movie. Um... And their creative team came out. There's this, the, the concept is there's a place called the You Seminar. And it's where you uh, develop your passions, your dreams, your quirks, and your abilities. Um, and then there's a, um, there's a guy who's a middle school, uh, junior high uh, music teacher. And he just like has never really conquered his dreams. And, I mean, something had, like, like there's some sort of, it almost seems like a tragedy in the middle. Like, I feel like it might be a little more, more emotional than they showed. Um, and then he, like, gets sent to this U seminar and meets another soul whose name is 22. Um, and the lead character is this guy, is Joe, and Joe is voiced by Jamie Foxx. And 22 is voiced by Tina Fey. Um, and it's all about, like, jazz music and his, like, passion for music. Um, and the composer, John Batiste, I think that was the name. Matt's yeah. going to destroy me for not knowing this, too. Um, is doing a lot of the composing. But most um, m- most notably, uh, Trent Reznor is doing the music for this, too, of Nine Inch Nails fame. Um, and... Then they announced more of the cast. Um, so there's a drummer in their band, and that's uh, played by Questlove. And then there's Libba, who is Joe's mom. Mm-hmm. Is it Joe's mom? Um, that's Felicia Rashad. And then there's a neighborhood uh, nemesis, like his enemy, is played by Debbie Diggs from uh, Hamilton and Blackish. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of this? I'm, uh, this one seems like a real gamble to me, because you're really kind of betting on people not taking some sort of umbrage that you're, like, directly addressing death, and that seems like a gamble to me in a kid's movie. Yeah, I agree. It seemed, like, almost a little, like, like, talking about the soul, like, that's, like, no, it's not religion or politics, but it's right, oh, it's right there. Up to the line, it's like yeah. right around there, which I'm sure they're gonna do tastefully. But and I'm, I mean, but I just I I thought the same thing. Well, I watched sure, but do I think that there's the possibility that it could scare some people off? Absolutely. Yeah, I think Matt is gonna love this movie. This I just kept thinking the entire trailer. I was like, this is so mad. It almost reminds me of Whiplash a little yeah. bit with the music aspect of it, and that's like. I, I just feel like this has... It has a very inside-out vibe. Yes, because, like, 22, the character right. that Tina Fey plays, 
almost looks like like one of like the little memory balls from like she's just like a little glowing green orb. So we'll see. It looked good. Um, then they talked about the other Pixar movie coming out in March of 2020, and that is Onward. And it's about a pair of elf brothers, Ian and Barley Lightfoot, who are played by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Who got a thunderous applause. Oh my god, that was the biggest... That was, like, I think the Daisy Ridley, like, lightsaber was pretty big, but Tom Holland, it was thunder. It was... People (laughs) lost their minds for him. Uh, and he is just so darn cute, so I get it. Um, and uh, so he and Chris Pratt came out together, and then they announced that the mom is going to be played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and they made a great freaking uh, set-up joke. And they were like, you know, congratulations on Veep, you know, your success. And she go, oh, thank you. And to go, and, like, you have this other character that you just must get like constantly uh, recognized for and like your most famous work that you've ever done and they put up Princess Ada from A Bug's Life <laughs> and she's like yeah yeah a lot of can't you know, shake that one yeah can't shake that one but oh she's such a queen <laughs> um, so then we got to see eight minutes of the movie which was quite a bit uh, and I think this will be the one that I really like um, this uh, is about like magic and it was so funny like there were just like some of the visuals on that screen were just hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's a really weird premise, but it seems really funny. Yeah, I think it'll work. Uh, you know, because you, you think about some of the other Pixar movies that have done really well that have been kind of unusual, and this is definitely one in that same vein. So, like, Monsters, Inc. was a very strange universe until you saw it, and that's kind of what this, this seemed like to me. So, yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. A little bit shocking, some of the stuff. Like, I, I was a bit surprised. Me too. So it, it seems like, uh, I don't know. It, it just, it, it seems really funny. Like, like it's, and, but it, it did have that moment. Like, I remember four years ago, Rob and Holly and Matt and I saw, like, the trailer for The Good Dinosaur, and that was, like, the tear-jerkery one. This definitely is gonna have, like, this just has that written all over <laughs> it. It's about a father passing away, and they, like, want to bring him back. It's it very, uh, like, some emotional the director was talking about his own experience with his father dying, and this was the one that we got teased two years ago that this was the suburban fairy tale. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. that's what this yeah. is, and he said, you know, I'm back on the stage again two years later. Uh, yeah, I think relative to what my expectations were two years ago, seeing some concept art of it, I think it was better. Oh, me too, absolutely. And I think Chris Pratt plays a very, like, Andy Dwyer from Parks yeah, and Rec. Yeah, like he that. Like, he's like the, doof- like the lovable doofus, um, a little, like, stupid, and Tom <laughs> Holland's, like, the practical... Um, more shy one, I'd say. Mm, definitely. Very good. We got to see two really good clips. Um, so then, oh, I, I should say this because this is really cool. Um, so Tom Holland did address his uh, the weird week with the Spider-Man deal. Um, and he said, look, it's been a crazy week, but I am so grateful. I love you 3,000. So people just 
ate that up. It was a moment. <laughs> oh my god, Donna Holland said that to me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so they ended, Pixar ended with that, and then we went to Walt Disney Animation Studios. So we got a nice sizzle reel of, pat, of, of all animated classics. Um, it was, you know, I love a sizzle reel. I could just watch sizzle reels all day. I don't you even You can't even find them, though. I know. Like, if you go yeah. looking for them, you yeah. can't find them. Um, so we, for the first one they talked about is going to be released in Thanksgiving 2020, and this is Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, this is... Uh, about a, a world that has to find the last dragon because the world's in potential ruin, right? Is that what we're yeah getting Sounds from that? Like... Um, and then they showed us some clips, and the girl who's going to be playing Raya is this girl Cassie Steele. I'm I'm unfamiliar with her. No, I don't know her either. And then the dragon is Sisu the dragon, and half dragon I'm guessing sometimes a person sometimes a dragon that was the impression that I got um played by Aquafina from Crazy Rich Asian is she like a famous person yeah she is she hosted SNL she she was is her name Aquafina like yeah. the bottled water yeah but that's like how she that's like what she goes by that's bonkers yeah she's a she's a definite <laughs> character um, and this was the one that I was saying that I feel like they really, like, used the room to, like, they were showing, like, it was these visuals, like, I don't know how I feel about this movie. Like, this is not going to be one I'm going to see in the theater, I don't think. It looked, though, the visuals for it were gorgeous. Oh, yeah, that, that's what I was going to... Like, um, beautiful. Like, the nature scenes, mm -hmm. it looked like real life. Yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever seen any cartoon that has looked that real. I, I, you know, I'm intrigued by the the main character. I thought that was a really cool character, and I thought with the animation it was really cool. I'm not sure yet about the story, but yeah. then I didn't have a whole lot of information to go on either. So. I get a major trying to capture Moana vibe. Yeah. She, she kind of looks like Moana, and yeah. the fact that her, like, the person that she finds is half dragon, half human, <laughs> like, could be, like, a Maui-esque character. But I didn't hear any singing, so... No, I wonder... I don't know whether it's going to be a... Yeah. Almost always is. Yes. Um, so then the last thing that they featured was Frozen 2, um, and they said the parents are back, um... <laughs> And they announced that Evan Rachel Wood will be playing the mother, and there's, like, a flashback. It's not like the parents aren't in the whole movie, but they're in oh, some flashbacks. It seems like there's going to be, like, a lot of answered questions, like, what happened to the parents? Um, how did Elsa get her powers? Uh, why did they leave? Why did they leave in the first place? Um, and then there's going to be a new uh, character named Lieutenant Matrius, and that's going to be Sterling K. Brown, and him and Evan Rachel Wood came out, and I'm telling you, like, they were so excited. Like, I yeah. Sterling K. Brown is such a <laughs> sweetie, and, like, he was just so jazzed. He was like, I he can't was. wait to see, and he, they said they haven't seen, like, themselves animated yet, so they only saw stills, and this was the first time. And then afterwards, they brought out, well, we saw quite a bit of that movie. Yeah, we did. They showed us a lot of that, too. Like, we got to see a scene. It seems like a lot of it's going to be about, um, what's the character's name? Kristoff. 
wanting to propose to Anna seems like that's going to be like a recurring theme that he like can't find the courage or the time to do it. Yeah, that um, seems like that's going to be a Ryan bit of the comic yeah. relief in that movie. Uh-huh. And then, um, so we got to see a really long scene. And then the cast came out. Uh, so Josh Gad, Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, Adele Dezine, <laughs> and Jonathan Groff came out and did uh, sang a song called Some Things Never Change. And that was a great song. Yeah, it was good. And we also got to s- hear... Is it done by... The, uh, uh, the Lopez's. Yeah. Anderson Lopez. Kristen and Bobby Anderson Lopez. Um, and we also got to see what I think they're trying to make market as the new Let It Go yeah. song. It's called The Unknown. Into the Unknown. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, Into the Unknown. Didn't stick with me No, well. no, it didn't. Um, I mean, it, I can just hear little kids, like, there's, like, a lot of soaring, like, like, I could just imagine, I could just hear it in my head, and I'm like, <laughs> did they have to make it so hard to sing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and so then they sang Some Things Never Change. I like that song better than the Unknown song, yeah. for the, my first impression. And then they shout out the confetti, and then it was over. Huh. And we walked away with three posters, Onward, Frozen, and the new Star Wars poster. So, all in all, Scott highlight, total highlight. Let's see. I'm trying to think about which ones really... I mean, it's hard for me not to get excited about seeing the new Star Wars, but I want to kind of pick something different than that. I think I am interested in the Pixar movie. I want to see that. The um, Soul or uh, Onward? Onward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm interested, and I feel like that could be a hit. Mm-hmm. I think that cast is gonna be really hard yeah. not to be. Um, yeah, I would actually. I really liked the looks of. I really uh, the Star Wars trailer was awesome, um, but then I I really like. I think I liked Soul. I I feel like I'm I feel like I'm gonna be into that. Um, and what was your low light? A low light, well, <laughs> Maleficent is probably <laughs> among the low... Like, I didn't even think... They had introduced it, and people in the crowd were kind of like, yeah, okay. I mean, it didn't seem like it got much of a response. Yeah, because it's a BS freaking cash grab, and that first movie sucked <laughs> so hard that, like, who are they kidding? You're making this... They said at least, like, three times, we were asking ourselves why we need to make a blank insert a sequel of whatever they're saying. Like, we asked ourselves why we needed to make a second Maleficent. And, like, Scott and I are like, money. Yeah, and, and they said that about Frozen, <laughs> They too. said that about like, Frozen. Come on. Yeah, no, of course you're making a Frozen, too. We asked ourselves why we needed to make another Black Panther. Um, <laughs> well, the answer is the same to all of those, even though there are some I'd rather see than others. But, yeah, Maleficent was a definite low light for me. I think my big takeaway from this is we got a lot of information about things that we already knew. Yes. We did not get a lot of new things that we'd never heard of. Which is disappointing because then like we're gonna be doing a podcast in like two weeks and it's gonna be like oh they just announced that this there's this movie coming out and you're like why the heck didn't they just wait? (laughs) That's a bummer because I feel like every one of these expos I've ever been to I've been to the either the animation or a live action or this year the combination of both every year. And like 
when we went to the animation last time, they announced that there was going to be a suburban fairy tale. Now, it was Onward, and they didn't have much information on it, but that's the kind of stuff I like. I want to know what's coming up. Yeah. Like, even if you have just, like, the slightest idea, there was nothing on here, except for, did we know anything about Raya and the Last Dragon? I don't had, know. Did you, had, had you heard of that? No. I guess that was the big, big one, but they didn't really frame it like, oh, you're the first people to hear about... I mean, I guess we saw the that first but I wasn't I wasn't over over the moon about that and I guess they announced like the cast of things but it wasn't like there was nothing I feel like truly I've seen original. Soul though before. oh yeah we've seen the logo for Soul yeah. I don't think we we didn't know Jamie Foxx was in it because uh, we saw Jamie Foxx last night and we right. were like why is he here and Tina Fey was in the parks too was she mm-hmm. yeah um so you know I, I guess that was my my like a little disappointment as well but we did get a lot of good details i'm wondering if it's a a time thing just given that they combined what typically were three hours into i mean it was probably what two hours pretty close to three it was left at 12 30 we left 10 to 12 30 yeah it was yeah that's two hours 10 to 12.30? Oh, it's it was at, Yeah, it was... And it was oh, after 12.30. Oh, it started 12, at 10.30. I'm sorry. No, it was after 12.30 okay, also. Yeah. It was okay. almost oh, it was 12.30. Yeah. It was almost three full hours. Okay. Although, I do have to say, if they made... They should split it. It was too long. Yeah, it was way too long. Like, should, I was losing like steam Like, if I was the making end. the call on this, I would have not done the Broadway in the afternoon and done a different panel and just made people choose. <laughs> Which right. one do you want to go to? Right, that's what they did last year. Because, I mean, I mean as, as much as I'm glad I got to see everything that was in this, that probably makes more sense. Oh, also, I don't like the look of the Eternals. Not a fan. I, I, I don't even, think it looks good at all. I can't even figure it out. Yeah, me Like, either. I don't know what's... I don't have enough of a picture yet to really make a call, but... Mm-hmm. Rob, what are you most excited for of all these things that were listed? I think the two Pixar's. Yeah, me too. I think the two Pixar's. Their original stories, you know, with great cast now being headed by Pete Doctor and him recognizing that they need originals uh, storylines. That has me. I mean, I think if you come across a movie where it's so successful, like Monsters Inc., and you want to make a second one, do it differently, like Monsters University, where it's not just like Monsters Two. Yeah, I I think put a new spin on an old thing. I think that, to me, is by far the best choice. Now, I get why they have to make Frozen, because they want to make another billion dollars, but... Yes, absolutely. <laughs> There's enough to explore there, though. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, I'll see Frozen, too. I mean, I'm not talking... I, I mean, I, I think I experienced Frozen burnout. I think we all did. But I'm kind of coming up from that and thinking, like, Frozen's a great animated movie. And I... You know, it's annoying that it's all over the parks and so pervasive in every corner of everything we do, but, like, I'm glad it's a Disney movie. Like, I'm, I'm glad it's my, my company that I like putting this out and it's not, like, a friggin' DreamWorks movie. Like, I'm, I'm happy Disney has success with Frozen. Yeah, they waited long enough. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean? It wasn't, it's, like, three or four years. It's right. what? It'll be, like, six or seven? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because so. they announced this at the 2013. Yeah. I think late... I don't know. And I'll be contrary and say I am excited about Rhea and the Last Dragon. I think it looked really good. It was funnier than I thought. Like when you first saw those like opening scenes, it was very like very nature focused. Like yeah. flowers. Southeast Asia is not a area that gets a lot of attention. No, from it's not. Animation. And this is very clearly Southeast Asia, yeah. and it is not. 
you're it's not like it's not the same characters that you see in something like Mulan. Right. Um, but yeah, it it and it looks like it has kind of like a funny that it really reminds me a lot of Moana. If, does, I, yeah. if I was have to have to compare it to something. Um, but anyway, yeah. so I think that is all we have for today. Um, but if you have any questions, reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're happy to talk to you. If you're here, you want line strategies, we're happy to talk about that too. Yeah, that's, that would be like my last call for today. It was a lot better. Yeah, today. it was better. We still had some hiccups, but not it, terrible. it was not as horrible. I did not want to murder anybody <laughs> today. We actually had some people that were in charge of the lines that were very accountable, which yeah. was great. But anyway, all right. So we're going to end it like we always do, folks. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.